Welcome to the Poe Politicking Show. Founded in 2008, Poe Politicking is a hip-hop meets self-help brand. With each interview, we teach the babies and share success secrets with you, the listener. Past guests of the Poe Politicking Show include Yo Gotti, Currency, MC Light, BG, Dead Press, Rashida, Project Pat, and more. We also showcase the future upcoming stars of hip-hop. Subscribe on iTunes and get automatic updates of each podcast episode. Popolitikin.com People don't realize how delicate the female anatomy is. The female's mind. That don't mean weak though. Check it. Delicate, she was thick for the hell of it God made it that way, kinda hard to say celibate She ain't went a while, but the nigga kept her relevant In the flash gig and she was out of all her elements She obligated, carry work like a pelican He don't really love her though, he knows she's so intelligent And she don't love herself because she running from a skeleton Addicted to the life because she know it come with benefits She's so young but she cannot find a vision And he can't get his way so now he's screaming and he hitting Now she laying on the floor wishing she was Living different, too scared to let him go Cause going home is like a prison She left him once but he's saying how he miss it And she ain't comprehend her friends Saying she don't listen She wish it was that easy but they cannot see it isn't Cause she don't know herself enough to see it any different yeah. Yeah. My delicate flower Tell me why you're growing here yeah. This is no place for you They never see it, you're a diamond in the rough You're a full car spread, let the niggas call you bluff Many people come and go, but you only get to live this once huh. Huh. Wish I could talk to myself Go back in time, take a walk with myself Hold my own hand, run off with myself I was so damn broken at a loss, needed help Brother going to jail and my daddy on his stuff Mama not fighting, grandpa died, I had enough Listen to these niggas when they telling me to trust Carried all they weight, no tags on the truck Cops pull me over, let me go cause I'm a student Transfer the brand money, Grand Western Union Target practice with them, what the fuck I'm out here doing God gave me talent that I should be out pursuing, yeah That's my moment of the clarity Always been alone and not concerned with popularity Navigate the drama, double dutching with disparity Stressing out myself, trying to fight my own disparity Ate at soup kitchens, thanking God for the charity But so much pain in me, kinda thought that God was mad at me I ain't asked for much, all I wanted was a family The more I fought for it, I was forced to solidarity My delicate flower Tell me why you
Welcome back to PolPolitikin.com, your home for self help meets hip hop. Make sure you go on Spotify, we're on Google Play, Apple Podcasts. Type in PolPolitik and listen to my interviews since 2008. One, two, one, two, I'm in the place to be with Venomous. How you doing? Hey, what's good? It's your girl Venomous. How are you? I'm fantastic. So, why you go by Venomous? So, the name came about because when I was like 15, 16 years old, I had an attitude problem. Um, who don't at that age but um, I had an attitude problem I cursed out my best friend and uh, he was like he was like why you gotta be so venomous all the time like why you gotta act that way every time you get mad and he started calling me that and it just it just kind of just kind of just kind of saying it's been my name ever since all right. and then where you from I'm from Jersey originally Jersey stand up but I live in Raleigh North Carolina now all right and what got you into music um, friends. Like, my friends were all, you know, battle rappers, and they all, you know, teased and, uh, you know, snap on each other and stuff like that, so they were all doing it, so I was like, you know what, I gotta start doing it, and then on top of that, my cousins, uh, when I was a kid, they all had deals, they were really crappy deals, but they all had deals, and um, I used to go with them to the studio, I used to go with them to video shoots, so by the time I was like 9, 10 years old, it was Im- embedded in my brain that that's what I wanted to do. Why you say they had crappy deals? Because it was it was crappy. <laughs> you know, if you talk to my cousin about his deal now, he'll tell you it was crappy. He was young. He was 15, 16, 17, just signed something, didn't know what he was signing. You know, they promised him money. They never gave him money. Um, you know, they promised him a lot of stuff, and they never followed through with it. And then eventually he found out that the company wasn't even really a company. So, you know, read your paperwork, long story short. Hmm. And then, what were your some of your favorite hip hop albums growing up? Um, I listened to everything. Miss Education, Lauren Hill was one that stuck out with me. Uh, Missy Elliott's, uh, the one uh, "So Addictive" that was a good album. Um, Nas, obviously, you know stuff. The classics, Nas and um, Illmatic and Jay Z, Reasonable Doubt, and. Um, I'm just trying to say Busta Rhymes Extinction Level Event is one that people don't give enough credit for because it was a really creative out of the box album at the time um, you know I did Rough Riders uh, Volume 1 was something that I vibed to a lot when I was younger like I listened to a little bit of everything but I like albums that that um that stand out from everything else like albums that at that time when it came out it would have been so different from everything else you know what i mean mm-hmm. if you wasn't rapping what would you be doing right now um that's a good question if i wasn't rapping i think i would be somewhere educating the youth and you know caring for the youth that's something that's always been really important to me autism awareness is something that's really important to me a lot of family members with autism um homelessness is something that's important to me my mom was a social worker my whole life so you know we fed the poor and we was one check away from living in that shelter with them so giving back is something that's really important in my life and in my brand and i always try to incorporate that somewhere in everything i do that's what's up. And then, um, how would you describe your style as an MC? Um, I'm, I, my slogan is brains, beauty, and bars. And that slogan is the best summary of, of my music I can give. Um, I have, I'm smart, so there's always something witty or edu- educational or thought-provoking in there somewhere. 
I'm pretty, so I make the fun stuff, and we have a good time, but I'm also bar-heavy, too. So I kind of mirror and put all three into play together. You know, it's really important to me that, that all three elements are met in my music because I feel like, as females, it's, it's either one or the other. They don't tend to... Um, they don't tend to, to do all three, so that's something I try to do. Um, I get compared to Eve. I get compared to Rodiga. I get compared to MC Light. I get compared to um, a lot of the heavy hitters in terms of female lyricism, which I really appreciate uh, because I didn't set out for that to be my goal, but to be mentioned in those names in conversation really means a lot to me. Yeah, I actually interviewed MC Light a couple years ago. Nice. Yeah, she's dope. Nice. Yeah, yeah she's, a, she's a dope dope person, dope energy, dope spirit. I love watching interviews with her, and I love just... And, I, you know, I'm a student of hip-hop. I say that all the time because I really watch and absorb. Like, I opened for KRS-One in 2015, and I took so much more home from the performance than just the paycheck or whatever else. I really enjoyed, like... I learned so much from watching him work that stage. Like, he's up there by himself running around. And he's up there for 45 minutes. He don't have no hype man. If the sound is wrong, he will stop his set and start freestyling until they get it back right. Like, he he's a beast. So, I like to say I'm a student of hip-hop. So, I watch a lot of hip-hop documentaries. I watch a lot of um, videos and um, interviews and things like that. Because I just feel like when you stop learning, that's when you stop growing. Alright, so Since you're a student of hip-hop, I'm gonna name some rappers And you just tell me what you think about them First thing oh boy, that comes okay. up <laughs> Alright, the first one is uh, Lady of Rage Ooh, Lady of Rage um, If I could sum her up in one word I would say just a monster She is, she's always been a force to be reckoned with She's always been Just a strong personality And strong presence in the industry And I feel like she didn't get the, the shine That she should have gotten Because she just, she did When I was a, you know, a little one And I seen her for the first time I was like, whoa, what is that? You know, like, what yeah, is she doing? It was, hard, huh? it was just powerful, you know? Alright, so uh, Trina Trina um, I will say When it comes to Trina She's a trendsetter she, And the reason I say she's a trendsetter Because there's things she was doing in her music And her imagery that nobody was doing Until she came out um, and, I, and, and that's another one I feel They They borrowed from but they didn't always give the credit to You mm. know Cardi B Cardi B, you know what I like about Cardi B? Cardi B is very real, and she's very herself. And I, and I, you know, I may not always. The music is fun, don't get me wrong. And I may not always agree with all the subject matter, but in the same regard, Cardi B is. I like her. I respect her, and I will always respect her craft because she's real. She's who she is, and that's just is what it is. Mm -hmm. And then, what MC do you feel influenced you the most with your style? For me, I'm from Jersey, so, like, you know, I grew up watching Redman and Naughty by Nature and Queen Latifah and all these MCs around me, and then you had a lot of MCs around me who had deals and they fell through or they didn't quite pop like they wanted to. Like, I grew up in the era of Jersey hip-hop, so that being said, I would have to say it's like a, it's a, a, a conglomerate of a lot of people who influenced me, um... 
you know, I try to be individually myself. I try not to, um, I try not to, to be like anybody else, but I do take note of everybody and pay attention to what's going on around me. So a lot of my, my artists that I look up to don't have deals. Some of them are in prison. Some of them, you know what I mean? Like a lot of artists I grew up working behind and watching, they never got their due. They never got their day, you know? Yeah, you know somebody from, um, I don't know if he's from Jersey, but I know he was a part of that era that I kind of sleep on was uh, Trench. Trench, yes. Yeah, he's Trench, hard. Trench, like, especially you listen Trench, to him now. Trench is nasty. You like, shit. Like, listen to him now. Like, listen to Hip Hop Parade. Man, he was spinning on that. <laughs> he was, man. He was getting it. Um, shout out to Trent. Shout out to um, Naughty by Nature. Shout out to uh, Lords of the Underground Artifacts. Um, Queen Latifah. You know, there's there's so many MCs. There's so many MCs from Jersey that, like, in that time frame, to be in Jersey during that time. And I was just a little kid. I mean, I was little, little. But the energy... You know, you could feel the energy. The energy was just so dope, and um, so I just I say I'm a I, I uh, my biggest influence is Jersey hip hop culture as a whole because I can't take any one of them away from who I became as an MC. You know. And what separates you from other rappers? What do you feel like separates you? Quality, um, and I don't mean that to put anybody down, but you got a lot of microwave rappers popping up right now. Everybody's popping up with a song everybody got a song I mean I meet people at shows and they're like hey I never rapped before but I got a show next week it's like what you know what I mean and um the internet has made it too easy to emulate the culture and too easy to say you're a rapper and not put the work in and too easy to um to put yourself in front of the camera and have no plan about it and with me my brand is all about quality like everything I put out all my albums are very quality my songs are quality like everything I put out is is just of a certain standard you know what I mean like I try not to um I try not to deviate from that that's my benchmark that's always been my benchmark that everything I put out is going to be proper um and done the right way um i just think that nowadays you've got you've got a lot of people who don't study hip-hop and they don't they don't know they just know it's easy to put some rhyming words together and make a song and the element of trap no disrespect to trap but it makes it very easy to emulate everybody i'm gonna cut you off because it ain't even about rapping no more it's just about it's easy to find a beat (laughs) and mumble on it's true yeah that's true too and it's like and you know i've I've, don't get me wrong i've come across some trap rappers that actually have some good content um there's a few um locally that i've listened to and they actually are telling their story but you have some people who they just put a bunch of words together because it rhymes and the beat is cute and it pops because it's cute and um you know i think that's what's what's different about me i kind of mirror and i kind of uh, not mirror but i kind of merge the old school technicality and old school thinking with the new school way of living in the new school genre um i hear that a lot that my music is kind of the in-between between the old school and the new school is the bridge all right now i wanted you to talk about your brand and then some of your albums oh boy okay so my first album ever set an echelon um it's on itunes google play amazon they're all on all platforms but my first album was really a breakthrough album for me i had put a single out it started going viral overseas and i didn't know what to do from there i didn't have another song ready so i went and put the album together and the album's done really well i have over a million streams 
online and um it's award-winning i've won 22 awards across the country for that album um it's it's a vibe it's a really good album it's the one that krs one and his wife got a hold of and heard and were like hey we want you to open for him um it's a it's a good album it's a good product i feel like I approach that album like if I died tomorrow, what would I want the world to know about me as an artist? What would I want to leave them? Um, the second album, All Eyes on V, it's another strong project. It was an EP um, that I put out with a label I used to be on. I feel like there's a lot of hidden gems on that album. Um, like we have a song called, I have a song called Flower that um, I really like. I wrote the R&B and the hip hop on that. It's a really smooth lyrical record a lot of people like that one there's quite a few gems on that album and people sleep on it because it didn't get the it didn't get the proper promotion at the time but i went back and shot a video for one album one song off that album to try to bring a little bit more light back to that album um and then the third album just came out in january it is called um no favors no regrets no apologies you know it's another hip-hop r&b combo um, another, it's a little bit more polished than my first album, but it kind of follows the same suit as the first album in terms of, um, just making sure there's, there's a different mix of music on there. Um, if you ever hear R&B on my album, I wrote it. I write all the R&B. Um, I write most of my features that are on my albums. Like if you hear a Venomous album start to finish is 99% all Venomous, um, except for on the first album I've got, I think... The first and second album, I've got a couple feature verses I didn't write, but, you know, the artist that featured wrote them. But any R&B, I write it, any bridges, anything additional to the song, any instrument arrangement, I had my hand in it. You know, I'm very hands-on about how I want it to come out when it's finished. And then you were saying for the second album, you said it wasn't promoted properly, so what's promoted properly to you? Well, promoting properly is just making sure it hits um, your blogs and your radio stations and making sure that people know it's there, uh, making sure that you get press releases done and everything else, um, you know. So the second album, I kind of felt like we dropped the ball on a little bit, but it's okay. Like, it, it is what it is. Now, you can't win everything, you know? All right, then what's next for you? What's next for me? I have a video coming out soon. It's called um, I Keep Thinking About You featuring Shauna. I'm waiting for that back. Shauna from uh, DTP? No, Shauna is a singer from oh, Raleigh, North Carolina. Shauna from DTP. <laughs> no, Shauna is a singer. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wish, right? Hey, shout out to Shauna. I'm like, yeah, hit her up, shit. But I've got that video coming out. I just did a cipher with Battle Rappers, Chilla, Chilla Jones, Marv One, Quest McCody. I just dropped that just dropped uh, last week. Um, I've got another cipher coming out with Grimo Cipher Platform, which I've done really well with Grimo Cipher. Uh, my debut with them was with Blind Fury in January, and I did a hundred. We did one hundred eighty-eight thousand views on that to date so I decided to come back to the platform again for a second cypher so yeah, that's coming out working on the fourth album and the fifth album because I'm just overzealous and I just want to keep working so working on fourth album fifth album however many albums I feel like working on I'm working on that's the beauty of being independent is I can work on as much as I want to or as little as I want to I just you know work 
work on what I see fit. Right now, I'm in a creative mode, so I really want to just record, record, record. And then, is anybody who in the future would you like to work with that you ain't work with yet? Oh, there's so many people in the future I would like to work with. Um, you mean industry wise? Whoever. Industry wise, I would love to do a song with Alicia Keys. I would love to do um, SZA and The Weeknd, and um, gosh, so many her. I love her. Um, I I tend to go for like if I'm going to do a collaboration with somebody, it's probably going to be a hip hop and R and B collaboration. I love hip hop and R and B collaborations. I feel like they're a necessary voice in hip hop, and I feel like they are. It's just something about them. Like, people just love hip-hop and R&B combos. I love hip-hop and R&B combos. So I always try to do a lot of them. And um, I've got some recorded that I haven't even touched yet. Um, but I just enjoy the hip-hop and R&B combos. Um, in terms of lyricists, uh, uh, Kiss has been tossed around a little bit in my camp. Like, I really, really want to get a feature done with Jadakiss. Uh, he's my one of my favorite MCs. And that's something that's on my bucket list of things to do. All right. And I want to see if your hip-hop R&B duo beat my hip-hop R&B duo. So you pick your song, and I'm going to tell you my song. Okay. All right. So my favorite hip-hop and R&B combo would be... um, God, that's so hard. There's so many. It is so many, like that's so hard. I would say, um, I can't. I can only pick one, yeah, right? We playing spades right now, so one. one I know. <laughs> I'm like, show me a hand. This is terrible. Um, okay, so you're all I need by Mary J. Blige. Oh and, my God, uh, that's what I was gonna say. Right. Yeah, I was about to say that song. No. I was about to say that, that song. So I guess we were That is the thing. one that got me started on the hip hop and R and B collaborations. Like I was like, whoa, that's really something different. But the one that solidified it to, for me was when you started getting fabulous in the mix and you oh, started yeah. adding Tamia to his songs and stuff like that. Because by then with, I was rapping. Yeah, but you with know? Fabulous, I'm I'm just confused. I'm like why don't Fabulous just do a whole album like that? Like every song, he would kill it. He, he would kill it. R and B person on every song. Like he shouldn't even do just rap. It should be every song you got somebody that do R and B on that song. Because all the songs like that, he, he kill them. That's why I'd be like, why? Yeah, that's his niche. That's he's so good at that, and I love his hip hop R and B collabs. And you gotta understand when I started rapping, rapping like when I started really trying to rap. Um, you when I started deciding if that was what I wanted to do for myself, and I was real young, I was still in high school, but you know that was when um, you had Ja Rule and uh, Lil Mo doing combinations. You had Fabulous and Lil Mo doing combinations, yeah. and I was like, man, like this is what you I really want to do. Shit, call Fifty Cent out for that shit too. He was doing it. You had him yeah. and Olivia. <laughs> right. So that being said, like, I just think it's a necessary thing in hip-hop that people don't do enough of nowadays. And if they do, it's ratchet. It's like, oh, girl, let me rub on your butt. Yeah. It's all right now. Okay, then, let's not do, the first, you know. But I think the, first, the thing about, it's funny that you said that song. And to me, the, the reason that song is important, the Mary J. Blige and Met the Man song, is because it's a remake of Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. So that's okay. what that was solidified. Like all these new people, they most well the fabulous that was a remake, but a lot of them, you know, they're not doing. So they really kept it OG by have, doing a remake of that song. Right. 
anybody that can be dead or alive who would that be and then what question would you ask them oh I think I would talk to hmm I think I would talk to that's hard because there's so many conversations I would love to have, you know? Yeah, but you only get one right now. Who, who you only get right one? Now? Golly, you yeah. with these tough questions. Um, I would go, I would go, and I know it's going to sound cliche, but I would go with Tupac because I would like to pick his brain on on um, the Black Panther movement and on things that he grew up seeing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm Tupac. Like, I would, so what three questions? I would, what, what, two, what would be your, your top, your three questions off top would you ask him? Uh, my first question would be what would, what was it like growing up during the Black Panther movement and you know growing up at the tail end of that and you're born into that lifestyle what was it like behind the scenes for mm. you because that was before he was even doing music so right. I, would, I would love to know and then the second question is it would be about his performing arts high school he went to perform in arts high school so I want to know how he Which felt that it? yeah yeah, I want to know how he felt that helped him in the future with his music. I feel like people didn't explore that and his enough. acting. His acting, too. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like people didn't explore that enough in conversation with him. Like, I want to know if it presented any challenges for him when he was transitioning over to, to the music industry, or did he feel like it helped him? Like, that's something I want to know. And um, the last thing I want to know from him is, does he feel that his message got lost towards the end because of the street stuff, do you know that? But with the arts, I think for sure with the arts, because with his music, that was the thing with, with Pac, always, it was like, yeah, he doing what he do, but I heard some poetry in that shit, so he's like, I always heard that poetry, so I know that came from the arts, and then... Right, right, I just want to know more about the food. See, in Jersey, we didn't really have, when I was coming up, we didn't really have the performing arts schools like that, that was mostly a New York thing, and a D.C. thing, and a Maryland thing, and uh, we didn't get that till later, and I would love to know how he felt that helped him, you know, how that helped him pursue what he, his dreams, um, because I'm sure it helped him a lot. And then what is your, what is your favorite book and your favorite movie? My favorite book is Push, um, and my favorite movie is going to sound really childish, but my favorite movie is Jurassic Park. <laughs> What is uh, Push about? Push was the um the movie the book that um inspired uh Precious. Oh. Uh, the movie. So you like the movie? I didn't like the movie as much as I liked the book. Yeah, that shit, I didn't like the movie at all. That shit was horrible to me. I saw the movie. Um, like, how's that uplifting? You know, and like people. I actually interviewed somebody else, and they said they movie was precious. So I don't know. I guess people like precious, but you ain't the same. You somebody else said something about precious. Yeah, I didn't like the movie. 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 I didn't like the movie.
No, I like Jurassic Park was my movie because I like to watch the raptors get in the room. <laughs> so you like all the Jurassic Parks or just that one? No, just the first one. I don't want. I don't. The rest of them I was like, right. the second one was okay. The first one was my thing. Um, when I was a little little girl, like when I was like five six, before hip hop was even a thought, I wanted to be a paleontologist. So I wanted to, you know dig up dinosaurs and find lost cities and crap like that. And then I started thinking about it as I got older, like, all right, how many lost cities is, am I really going to find? How many dinosaurs am I really going to find? So that's when my focus changed. You know, I got a little older. I was like, okay. But, um, Anyway, but then, um, I like I was, I was stuff actually, like that. I be watching a lot of like YouTube stuff on YouTube, but I know they were saying it's a lot of like underworld underworld cities because like the sea level you know might have dropped or whatever. Yeah, they said it's a lot of underworld cities and shit. My thing is like I say I want to do that, but I'm scared of bugs and like you know something come crawling. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> so, I don't know how realistic of a dream that was when I was a kid, but. You know, Jurassic Park was my movie. Um, in terms of hood movies, um, uh, Minister Society was good. Jason's Lyric was good. Um, you know, those are, those are um, New Jersey Drive was good. Belly is one of my favorites. Um, so, you know, I have, I have, it just depends on what I'm in the mood for. But in terms of innovation, Jurassic Park was my favorite movie. Then who's your favorite character on Belly? My favorite character on Belly? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I feel like they're all important to Belly. Like, but who's your favorite? Tommy. Oh, damn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because somebody actually, somebody else was talking about um, Belly, but they said they like Nas on there. Yeah, Nas's role was dope and necessary, but Tommy was, it was just something about the way they put Tommy together. I like how they presented him. You know who I think they should have replaced on that movie? Oh. T-Boss. T-Boss messed that movie up. Oh, I forgot T-Boss was in that movie. That shit was terrible. like, her shit wasn't even real, it, she wasn't even realistic. I was like, was she acting? I think she was just being herself on that movie. That, but you know what? I hate when movies make the people be themselves. I'm like, make them be somebody other than them. Yeah, I think like, she, you I know, think she, she I, messed the movie. I think they could have got somebody better than her. I think she kind of... Right. As, as I'm getting like more into the industry, people are asking me to do acting roles. And I get so frustrated when people ask me to act as myself. I'm like, I want to be me in the movie starring as me. Make me be somebody I'm not supposed to be. Hmm. <laughs> and then what would you like to say to your fans? What message would you like to tell them? What'd you say? To your fans, what would you like to say to them? Your message. Thank you very much for four years. Because, um, you know, I started doing music seriously in the last four years. It's been a whirlwind. Um, you know, my fans are... I love my fans because they're like family. They tag me in things. They talk to me. I talk to them back. You know, I have a fan. You know, he was going through some... Uh, mental issues and he was feeling depressed and he inboxed me and I you know talked to him for a while and talked him down and pr- and pushed him to go get some help because he had been feeling depressed so my fans are like second family for me um, you know they, they tell me when hey I was in a bad mood today and I listened to your song on my way to work hey you know such and such happened and I had to play your song and dance to it like my fans really communicate with me and I really appreciate that and I hope that no matter how much my career grows I hope I keep that with them because it means a lot to me yeah who's your number one fan my number one fan is a guy named Lloyd 
um, and another guy named Clarence. They live in Canada, and they, I, when I tell you they are on it, they are on it. On it, on it, on it, on it. If I post it, it's shared automatically. If I say I'm going to be somewhere, they're promoting it, like, in groups, like, they're on it. Like, they always make sure that, that they get my stuff out, especially when I drop new stuff. They, shouts to Clarence and Lloyd, like, they're my two biggest fans. They always keep up with me. Are they black or white? What are they? Um, well, they're Canadian, so. <laughs> but Lloyd is like, I, he, I don't know. I think he's mixed because he's not, he doesn't look fully black. Um, but most of my fans are in Germany, so go figure. Go figure. My, my music does really well in Germany, Australia, London, the UK, Canada, Brazil, United States too, but it surprised me how much Germany picked up on my music and fast. And then anybody just hearing about you through this interview, why should they go check you out and follow you? Go check me out because I'm dope. I'm different. Um, you know, I'm not just rapping about the sex and, and that type of stuff. I actually have some like concepts behind my music and some songs. And but you still turn up and have fun on top of that. Like there's a message, but there's fun too. So um, and you know what? And say you know what? I'm gonna turn that around and ask you because you said you listened to my music before. What is it about about me that you think they should listen to me for? I don't answer questions. I just ask them. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm, I see how you. Do. I'm already interviewing you, so I'm. T that's 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 what I'm doing. I'm breaking. Uh, that's what I do. So they already know if I'm interviewing you, I'm telling them what's up. So you know. That's what's true. Up. Yep. Right. Yeah, it's, it's good music. Make sure you check it out. Um, like I said, there's stuff to turn up to, there's stuff to think to, there's stuff to. My music is good driving music, it's good workout music, it's good sitting in the office, and I just need something to keep my head straight music. Like, it's good music. It's but not going to clutter your brain, and it's going to keep on, keep you moving for the day. But I, I'll answer there for you because I interview, like, I interview a lot of, um, like, female rappers. So um, I just, like, I listen to it. And like I said, I heard, I kind of I heard a positive message, and like I said, you actually can I can hear you can actually rap, and then like I said, yeah. I, I was looking at it, it looked it looked professional, so that's why that's why I, that's See? what I was looking for. But I mean, the fans don't look at that; they just listen to the music. But when I looked at, you'd like be I said, surprised though. You'd yeah. be surprised. You'd but be surprised yeah. because I get a lot of fans who say similar things, who you know they pay attention to detail, and that's why I put so much attention to detail because we're in such a visual age. Yeah, you have to put attention to the detail to separate yourself. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll say I want to thank you for coming through politicking with me. Thank you for having me. And don't be a stranger. I'll make sure you get lots of merchandise and stuff. And, you know, yeah, no if doubt. you're ever doing some giveaways, let me know. I'll hook you up. Yeah, and then we have, uh, we got another show we do too called Just Two Black Brothers. So we'll probably have you on that in a few months. Absolutely. Anytime you need me, just call me. Uh, you got any shout-outs? Anybody want to, um, anything else you want to leave listeners with? Yeah, I want to shout-out Team Venomous. Shout-out to my dancers, Legendary Differences. Shout-out to Khalil, my other dancer. Shout-out to Greg. Shout-out to Ben. Uh, Mimi, anybody who's been helping me behind the scenes, Black Widow, Quentin Hartfield, my PR team, um, you know, shout outs to all of them. We've been making moves. We've been, this has been a positive year. I got more done this year than I ever expected to get done. So definitely, definitely stay tuned because next year is going to be a movie. What's good? It's your girl Venomous, and I am on Pole Politicking. Check me out anywhere on the web www.venomousworld.com. At is Venomous. It's your girl.
take a walk on the wild side When niggas sell they soul for the limelight When bitches do the searching for your riches When your niggas get you too When they hold up with your boo Anything a go for the fame I say anything a go so they change I see the lames, I'm just trying to keep it sane Now they see you hood rich so they aiming for your brain Never met a booth that I don't like I ain't never spit a verse that I ain't right Keep it funky, they don't like me out of spite I'm the angel with the devils, now I'm walking through the night All you really need is the money Cause niggas do the most over money Get it steady, acting funny when they talk the most shit Tell them come and take it from me then Man, I can't stand that bitch venomous I heard she got like 9 kids by 16 baby daddies And they all named Junior it's the fame Welcome to the top of your game Where everybody gonna know your name It's the fame Separate the real from the names The time of your life is so insane It's the fame Go and keep it moving after losing Go and keep it moving after losing Go and keep it moving after losing. losing Put the hustle on your back Show these niggas how to do it I be the last one they expect to come deliver the flames Still I love all they work like it's the stock exchange I'm still V Except I know my wild little game they waiting on my third album like a prophet that came We not the same, nope, cause the difference is this Why you worry about your lanes and my hip paving this shit They tell me leave niggas alone while I'm just playing with it Yeah, it's feeling miss, bitch, keep my name out your lips I don't even like her music, except for Clive and Salute and Will You and Bitches But other than that, fuck that bitch So the moral of the story, if you love your clique Don't you ever come for mine, I ain't just pretty, I spit It's a deadly combination, my combust when I mix Politicking show is brought to you by Audible. With over 180,000 titles to choose from, Audible is great for any continuous learner wanting to grow and expand their knowledge and insight. Go to www.audibletrial.com PO audio and get an audiobook of your choice free with a 30-day trial. After the trial, your paid membership will begin at $14.95 per month. With your membership, you will receive one credit every month, good for an audiobook on Audible. Cancel before your trial ends and you will not be charged. So go to www.audibletrial.com audio and download a free book by Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Napoleon Hill, Les Brown, Damon John, and more. Always remember that knowledge is power.